Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. My name is Malcolm Cano, and joining me in the studio are my beautiful cast of co-hosts who this show would be nothing without. To my left, the most senior member, Mr. Michael Carl. Hello, good to be back. To my right, second most senior member after that, and a font of knowledge, Mr. James Baker, Jim. Good evening. And directly in front of me, the youngest, baby-faced member of the group. He's working hard, may earning his stay, doing everything he can, Mr. Tyler Durr. Hello, Tyler. Hi. Really am trying my best. Yeah. You keep going. You're doing great. Really working the hierarchy. Yeah. Now. Oh, my. Okay. I just want to make sure. For a second, my uh, I didn't think my headphones were... We're going, but I can hear. I can hear just fine now. Real good. Just got to check your ears. Just gotta make m- sure you're not deaf. Yep. Just got to make sure. Just got to make sure. So for those of you who don't know what this is or are joining us for the first time, uh, this is a show about all things video game. Uh, care you wise first and only. Um, yeah, so far. First and only video game radio show, TMCR. Um We've been going for four years. We had a spot on Wednesday evenings, but we've come here to Tuesday uh, because we had... Thursday. Oh, today's Thursday. Sorry. First week. I'm really confused about what's happening. Here we are on Thursday. Thanks, guys. Uh, See, that's why I have you guys here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is why we're invaluable. As I slowly just lose my mind... I can just defer to you. As you slip further and further into the dark crevices of insanity. Yes. Oh, man. Good times. Good times here on Pixel Hunt. Can you tell we've been getting ready for a Call of Cthulhu game? Yes. Oh, we've been getting ready. But that is neither here nor there. We're going to be uh, discussing, at least the aim of the show, if you're joining us for the first time, is to have a conversation about video games as a whole and try to bring you guys what's going on and what's important in the sphere of video games and to try to have a discussion about it and inform you guys, give you guys a bit of a take on what's going on. Because sometimes, from the outside, it can seem a little confusing and ridiculous. And we have some some gold today. Some things have been happening in the video game sphere. Um, some things that like you probably wouldn't have heard of, but nonetheless are just absolute gold. So... At least from what we have, I'd like to begin, as we always do, with some of the new releases. And these are some of the releases that came out while we were on hiatus. So we've got Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story for the 3DS. Very, actually, like a really fun RPG for the Mario and Luigi series. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for the Switch, which is, that's, okay. Tales, it's like a re-release from the Wii U come to the Switch yeah. that no one wants. Yeah, it's like okay. Mario Kart 8. They just put Deluxe on it. And they were like, yeah. And that means it's on Switch. It's now it's on Switch, and that's all you need to know. I'll play any Mario Kart. Any? Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think your mic is yeah, working. Yeah, I'm not sure your mic is working. Hold on a minute there, Tyler. Try talking now. Hello? Ooh. I'm right. only still getting you through Mike's. Yeah. yeah. So why don't you come on over here? We'll we'll try that one. That I will have to note in the future. Okay. That's fine. He said he will play any Mario Kart. 
How about try try that? Try talking in there. That better? Oh, oh so much, much better. better. I can hear the sultry sound. It's so much. Voice. Also, that was where the the oh, static yeah. was coming. I was heard a little bit of static, and I was like, I wonder where that's happening. No, that's just my voice. Yep, naturally <laughs> staticky. Wow. <laughs> It's an audio mixer's nightmare. <laughs> open your mouth. I can't overcome the static of your voice. My, I just produce white noise whenever I talk. It's like my drone tone. What Sorry, it, it just like. happens when I'm nervous. <laughs> just make a lot of white noise. I just have this EM field around me that gets really agitated when I'm nervous. And... Mag- yeah, when Magneto gets stage fright. Oh, it's impossible. Like, he comes up to the microphone and there's just feedback all the yeah. time. Anyway... Onimusha Warlords, The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three, Broken Toys, came out January 15th on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. It's Skybound's uh, pickup of the series, and they're like they're finishing it up. But we've also got uh, Y2K, a postmodern RPG, coming today on the PS4, Switch, and PC, uh, and We'll have the the other ones coming next week, but uh, that's what's coming out now. It sounds pretty good, actually. I'm excited. Like Y2K, a postmodern RPG, seems like an interesting title. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a throwback for sure. <laughs> it's a good title, um, man. Y2K. Yeah, and we're like, hey, the computers are all gonna explode at once. And kill us all because of a zero, because of an extra zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh no! Because we have to switch two digits to four. <laughs> the world is gonna lose its mind. All computers were built on sand. That's somehow more ridiculous than the whole Mayan calendar thing that yeah, happened. Yeah, 2012. Like seven years ago. Yes, that's a fun time. So, <clears throat> guys, throughout the month of December. Our, our dear friend and rapper, Soldier Boy, has been at it again, putting together a game console. Now, a lot of rappers and a lot of people try to get into mixed media, right? You got, you know, uh, Donald Glover, or yeah, Donald Glover does comedy, and he also does film, and he also does music. But here, you've got Soldier Boy breaking in our frontier no one's seen before. The, the video game console game and of course it was an amazing horrible like bad illegal thing i there's a lot of words happening and i'm just trying to put together what went down but basically soldier boy announced that he had paired with some company that was creating the soldier boy game console uh and it was it had his name slapped on it for some reason they picked soldier boy um this sounds and i mean no offense to soldier boy when i say this because i have no idea who he is but this sounds almost trump-esque oh oh boy is it and let me tell you it gets even better (laughs) so apparently according to soldier boy he retweeted an account that basically said you'd be able to play the new super smash bros on his soldier boy gaming console to which nintendo was like uh, no, you will not, and you better cease that because that's not true. <laughs> you cannot claim that, and that's false advertising, and we will sue you if you continue. 
but in a statement, Soldier Boy said he wasn't very he wasn't worried about litigation from Nintendo, which is a clear red flag because he has no idea what he's talking about. Because if anyone's been in here for a second, they know that it's like Nintendo will never pass up an opportunity to like take to DMC take down, yeah, demonetize or claim something yes. that is theirs. They're coming for you. Mm-hmm. And like if Boy, boy, oh boy, are you wrong if you don't think Nintendo is going to get litigious. Because they will. They're the Disney of video games. Yeah, you don't get anything. (laughs) I love that, like, yeah, people stream their games and they're like, no, no. You generate free public... No, put that away. Well, that's... And that's why people have stopped doing that. Exactly. Because they're like, "Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I can't play this game because Nintendo will demonetize me. Right, I just want to play the game and, like, whatever. So I'll play something else instead. So, Soldier Boy... uh, So into December, it was kind of like a, a descent. Really, if we could chart that. So, started, Soldier Boy announces game console. A lot of people had questions like, what? How is this going to work? Why is this the thing we need? Questions like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Questions like, why? Still still my favorite. It's like the New York, like a product review. It's like the New York Times raves. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? (laughs) Um, So, oh my goodness. Siskel and Ebert give it. And I have no idea what's going on. So, as it turns out, it looks like they were. It was a console that was basically an illegal emulator packed with a bunch of copyrighted games from Nintendo, Capcom, and a few other companies. And Soldier Boy was selling them for over $300 a piece. The console or the game? Yeah. The console. Down, the games came on it. By it the was way, just an this is this is the audacity of Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy gaming. But like initially, the game consoles were marked down from six hundred thirty nine ninety eight to three hundred dollars. It was a it was a deal. The three hundred yeah. was it? Yeah, make those consumers think they're snagging it for a deal. He, you've mm-hmm. got to be kidding me. That's such a deal. That's almost fifty su- percent wow. off. Um. Which is like it's 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 outpaced the PS4 and the Xbox One at launch with its discount price. What? So, okay, all right, cool. Soldier Boy did that, and while no one knows the exact sales figures of Soldier Boy's game consoles, according to the rapper himself, straight from the horse's mouth, <laughs> the horse's grills, I guess. Uh, he's tweeted that he has sold over 5 million game consoles since he started the venue earlier this month, but he deleted that tweet, but that, but people still got a hold of it before he did. So Soldier Boy has apparently sold $5,300,000 consoles. Apparently. Allegedly. I don't think anyone for a second believes that. No. Um... And so, like, this is, oh, oh, and then, like, so he started, people started, like, making fun of him for something that is genuinely pretty dumb. And so he responded by using homophobic slurs aimed at the people who were calling him out on social media. Uh So once again, just imagine, like, imagine if Kanye West and Elon Musk were, like, put into one person and had made a video game console, and just like the the ridiculous, toxic nonsense that followed as their idea was rightfully so critiqued for being a scam. I 
I don't know what's going on. This whole thing, like, ever since this started in... Ever since this started in December, everyone's been really confused. And this isn't the end of it. Soldier Boy has also announced that in 2019, he's going to start his own esports franchise. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? So he, did, he, he repealed the console, though, right? Uh, like, that's done. Uh, I don't know. Let's I think see. he did. Let's go see if we can buy one now. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're just silly if you buy one. At this We're not place. actually going to. We're just going to check and see if we can still. I feel like there's there has got to be a business business ethics committee or someone somewhere that could take this man to task for this utter garbage. The triple B, the Better oh, Business Bureau. Oh no! Oh, here it is. Hmm. What? Hold on. No, it's not on here. Okay, no, it's not on Amazon. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, there's they no would not way. accept that. No. Wow, there's a lot of hilarious knockoffs though. There's the Hyperkin Superboy S Portable Pocket Console for SNES Super Famicom. Well, and the funny thing is, it wasn't even his in the first place. No, it was... uh, He was was... buying them from some Chinese manufacturer that was just putting emulators, which is this little tiny motherboard inside this, like, bigger box, and selling them for whatever. He bought them and then stamped his name on it. I don't see anything on i i can't seem to find any way to purchase my soldier boy gaming console here try ebay or the black market oh boy uh we'll keep going but please i so like the the topic for this again like if you have have any of you guys heard about this or like yes oh yeah seen what's been going on this is actually the first i'm hearing about it yeah but i mean i live under a world of warcraft shaped rock right so I so like Jim. I'm curious, just from your snap judgment, like what do you what do you think of the situation? I mean, it sounds. Hmm. How do I want to word this? Um, violently unethical, and you're right. Unintelligent. <laughs> violently unethical. Um, That's a good one. I I really just do not understand what the well no i know what the point is the point is to make money and he's i don't know if i want to use the word but i'm gonna use the word arrogant enough to think that slapping his name on a garbage emulator makes it worth three hundred dollars a pop and either dumb enough or conceited enough to not realize what it means that he's just selling emulators instead of selling an actual game console like mm-hmm. the the difference between selling an emulator and selling a console uh i i guess would be uh the difference between selling a microwavable pizza and selling a kitchen if we're speaking metaphorically sure um yeah. one of them is no. one of them you can use to do a variety of things and the more stuff you bring like the more creative resources you bring to it the more you can do with it an emulator can literally do the one thing it's programmed to do and that's it i'd equate it more to an easy bake oven yeah yes <laughs> easy like bake a... oven versus kitchen yeah right. that's fair. That, yeah that seems that actually that's that's, a that's pretty... better but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soldier Boy's easy bake game console. 
<laughs> now he looks like we found a title. Um, so like, yeah, it's been pulled from. Yep, so, the the Soldier Game console and the Soldier Game handheld were both pulled from sale. Yeah. I'm amazed they were even put up for sale in the first place by any even quasi responsible retailer. But apparently the esports team is still coming. <laughs> What's he gonna name it? <laughs> Don't know. The Soldier Boys. The Soldier Boys. <laughs> and what what manner of esport are we talking? Is this I, just gonna be a shooter? See, or? that's that's the beauty of it. He just said esports team. I'm okay. So is he just going to sponsor an esports team that's competing in someone else's so game? This is from his Twitter specifically that says, Soldier Boy, January 2019, the esport team launches. Get ready, the hustle doesn't stop. Big plans will be announced soon. I'm just getting started. That's from Soldier Boy's Twitter. <laughs> that sounds like something what? I would expect to hear out of our dearly beloved president yes uh he's got he's got big dreams he's got big let soldier boy have big boy dreams <laughs> he's he's a big hype man i'm actually gonna i'm gonna highlight and i don't know how viable this is but i'm gonna highlight some of these twitter responses because some of these are actually amazing uh denny uh denny were putra says uh what's you, what your team's name will be nintendo don't sue me uh, someone said getting started for some jail time and, uh, someone made a someone made a uh an impromptu uh poll in the comments and the three areas are the top one is full of the s word three percent is legit or the second one is legit and then the bottom one is gonna get rightly sued. Sixty-five percent of people in the comments said he was gonna get rightly sued, <laughs> but only thirty-two percent he was full of uh, you know what, you know, full of full of bull I mean, roar. I feel like gonna get rightly sued is actually worse <laughs> than full of yeah. road apples because you can be full of hot air. <laughs> I could do this all night yeah, and not and not be worthy of being sued. Like I could lie all night long into this microphone and nobody would care if I was lying about silly pointless things. Right. But if I started lying about somebody's intellectual property and how I was going to start making money off of it without their consent, suddenly I'm worth getting my pants sued. Right, off. because this is ridiculous. That got away that sentence got away from me a little. But um, I'm not worth suing for anything because I'm broke. But, you know, um, if I was actually going to start making money off of someone else's IP illegally, then I'd be worth suing. Um, and I, I feel like in this case, having 65% of people say you're going to be rightly sued is worse yeah, that's than 65% of people just saying you're full of... Um, Ooh, what do I want to go with now? But, uh, um, guano. Guano. Let's go with bad guano. Ooh, bad guano. That's a good one. Yeah. Awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, smells smells horrific, and is a material component in a fireball. Ah, wait, what? Really? Bat guano. Oh. A, a pinch of bat guano is the material component of a fireball. Oh. Three five uh, D and D. The more you know. So when you take down that entire room, <laughs> full of drow, you know that everyone's smelling it bat smells, guano. It smells. It smell. It reeks of bat guano. After <laughs> just if bat I, guano. If I may quote Order of the Stick for just a moment. <laughs> Mm, I love the smell of bat guano in the morning. Oh my God. It smells like victory. But like, 
burning bat guano. Ugh. Oh no. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is just like it's it's an absolute like just nightmare fest of nonsense. I yeah. think it's down hilarious. the rabbit hole. Woo! It's also, you know, besides being just really unintelligent uh, of a move, just ill thought out, it's definitely a lot of it is for publicity, too. Yep. He's uh, getting a lot of attention for it. He yeah. knows he can sell a couple consoles just because of his name and because people are curious and think it's funny right. and stupid. Do it for the meme, But also say. the people who won't buy it will be giving him attention. Right. Like we're doing right like now. Like we're doing yeah. right now. I know. But no one's going to buy it. When the, and the point is that we're using our platform to write, to make fun of it and to state like, no one's yeah. going to walk away from hearing this and be like, you know what I really want to buy? One of those soldier game consoles. Like, Still. no one's going to do that. Also, he said 14 hours ago. 14 hours ago, he tweeted in all caps, I released my own video game console. I'm the first rapper in history to do so. Exclamation mark. Except he didn't. He slapped Whoa. his name on an emulator, which is not a console. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh, now we're getting to the real debate. Yeah, if I... If I if <laughs> emulators I... just console? Or consoles <laughs> are just big emulators? Change my mind. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if I bought a Raspberry Pi and, just and then just, like, it. put a sticker with my name on yeah, it yeah, and, okay. and sold it to my best friend, I'm, I'm like, gonna... hey, here's a Raspberry Pi. I'll sell it to you at a discount. You're like... Yeah. There we go. Mike's, I sold a console. Mike's Raspberry Pies. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Mac's famous mac and cheese. Yep. Uh, yeah, the name's... I don't know how famous it is. I mean, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's just like, it's pure gold. Um, <laughs> my God. By gold, you mean some other element that's right. considerably smellier and less valuable. That's like, right. Like, I don't know, arsenic. Yes. Mercury. Mercury. It doesn't hold any... It just doesn't hold its shape at all. I don't know. It'll make him go crazy. There you go. And kill him. Kill him. <laughs> we don't advocate for any kind of death here no. on Pixel Hunt. Quick disclaimer. No, of course not. We don't. Yep. Don't hurt anyone. By the way, Mercury's real dangerous. Leave it alone. It is. <laughs> So's arsenic. Don't don't touch that either. We're also we are still going to. That's actually we. Yeah, that's our PSA. There's our, there it is. Don't. Kids, don't do these things. Stay away from the mercury. Don't go also, the- don't buy a console from Soldier Boy. Please don't. Buy also it. dangerous. Yeah, that's uh, that's another another one for everyone there. No. Please, that's for the love of God. Dangerous and more just so, moronic. It's how, dangerous. As as video games become more and more mainstream, I don't think we're not we're going to stop seeing people like Soldier Boy, people who have no nothing to do with video games or don't know about video games, are like, hey, video games or esports are becoming a huge industry. Consoles are a huge industry. I really I want to get in on that, and so I think it's it'll be interesting as video game and video gaming and consoles begin to go more mainstream, especially as you have like more graphically impressive games and more like big and really uh, um, what is it really am- ambitious consoles coming out. You gonna there's a lot going on, and so now we have these people that are coming in, these influencers, uh, taste makers who are just. Um, yeah. Can can anyone here just imagine for a moment like a I'm going to go with the game company I know, a Blizzard sponsored international StarCraft tournament with Soldier. halftime act Soldier Boy. Oh. Oh, I mean like rapping about video games. Well, that's the other thing. Like 
it, it was it's crazy like this past in 2018 like mobile gaming made like in the billions of dollars of in revenue mm-hmm. and like esports are slated to be like at least in east asia like one of the biggest like like it's such a huge event and it racks in rakes in so much money it's amazing I, I'm just, I'm kind of blown away by the sheer amount of, like, clout that these game consoles are having. And, Mike, I think you raised a really good point when you pointed out that, like, this game console is a real flash in the pan, and it doesn't mean anything, and it's blown up. And people have definitely bought it as a meme. And, like, if people are willing to go, like, it's a joke. And, like, people are willing to, like, purchase... Like, $300 is absurd. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And even, like, three, one console sold is one too many. And while I don't believe Soldier Boy's numbers for a second, still, he definitely sold... A, he definitely sold consoles. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure so of like, it. So, he like... Also, he also gave a good amount of sales to that manufacturer that was initially making it yes i think the original like it says on it is yeah it's like hd game console yeah that, that's it that's what it's called right? it was a, it was already a cheap knockoff but one that he yeah well yeah it was it was already an illegal emulator because it had a bunch of roms on it that were titles licensed and owned by nintendo and capcom well, and a few others and then he bought it which in and of itself is illegal activity, and then tried to resell it. Which is <laughs> stupidly illegal. Yes. Yes. But this is like making a media announcement. Hi, I'm opening a chop shop downtown. Yeah. Come on by and pick up a new car. Yeah. It's like the person who comes in, like, this is a, this might just be a New York thing, but the dude who walks into your barber shop with all of the, um, the bootleg CDs, he doesn't just <laughs> announce that he's got a bunch of bootleg CDs. He, he walks in, quietly goes around, and is like, do you want anything? And you're like, you nod if you want something or not. You're like, ooh, I want to see Bumblebee, but I don't want to go in the theaters. Yeah, and you, you, you don't get to choose either. He, That's right. He gives you let me t- let me tell you, my what guy, he wants to my give guy, you. steadiest hands you've ever seen in a bootleg. <laughs> like, the camera didn't tilt. He was so perfect. I don't know if he went to matinees or if he didn't, or he went when there was no one there. But somehow he'd go to these, uh, this is a dumb tangent. But my dude, the dude who sold bootlegs down at my local barber shop. <laughs> this must be a very New York thing because I never encountered anything like this. The dude who LA. sold bootlegs down at my local barber shop, like if I like, we got a bootleg from him one time, and it was like it was a really good copy. It's like I was like, did he just like what is going on? It wasn't until like the very end when like I saw the beginning movement of the camera before it cut out, and I was like, wow. He's really professional. He's an absolute. Yeah. He knew exactly what he was doing. He's got, he's probably got a tripod in there. Absolutely no. Yeah, he seats it like on his lap. But he like again, the placement was impeccable. It was <laughs> it was great. It was like the whole thing was in focus. I could the audio was grainy but fine. You could hear it. No that... one coughed or got up during the show. <laughs> it was impressive. What movie was it? I at least I think it was like. It was something really dumb. I think it was like one of the Fast Pokemon two thousand. No, it was like one of the Whoa. Fast and the Furious. Whoa! No, I'm saying that would be a good choice. Oh yeah, that'd be okay. a good choice. <laughs> okay. But um, so yeah, it it is like you said, Jim. It is a lot like just announcing that you're doing illegal things 
by just like why why would you do that why would you openly say hey look at all these illegal products i have i'd like to sell these illegal products hey and that's that's what bothers me about this so much is that he's openly announcing illegal activity and to no apparent consequence i he well they've been pulled so like well, they've been pulled yeah but you would i mean wouldn't there be some sort of fine assessed or, or oh, greater penalty? This I, sounds if, like yes. extremely unethical business behavior. I think what we're what the silence now is actually the sound of Nintendo's legal team winding up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would it, it would be it would it would be a per sale litigation. Get ready because it's like, about yeah. Yes. So so Nintendo is charging a side A. Yeah, it's and just... that ominous silence is just the the energy yeah. building in somebody's whatever they're holding. Yeah, it's like as they whine. It's a little for it's the strike. A, it's a it's a little Mac. It's got super armor. It'll punch right through. That's super armor. Something else, oh, man. Yeah, Smash Ultimate. Um, I got I got a side B for you right here, boys. <laughs> side B. Now that's Capcom coming in with the side B. <laughs> it's a wombo combo. <laughs> Soldier Boy is about to get womboed up. <laughs> litigious <laughs> wombo combo. Yeah, litigious wombo combo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who owns um, Attorney at Ace Attorney? Ace Capcom. Attorney. It's okay, Capcom. it's Capcom. Yeah. Excellent. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, he was in know. Marvel vs. Capcom. He was, and it was the funniest fighter ever. Oh, yeah, he was bad. <laughs> yeah, he was really bad. But if you were He's good with him, bad. it looked hilarious. Because you're just, like, throwing papers. You're just throwing papers. Like, yeah. uh, and there's a dog sometimes. There's a dog, and, like, your assistant runs out and, like, trips and falls. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what is these moves? What are these? Oh. And, oh, man, the... And the final was amazing. The final, he sits you down and points to some evidence that, like, doesn't apply and convicts you of murder, which, like, <laughs> hits you for massive damage. Murder does hurt. It hits you for a lot of damage. <laughs> now that's a lot of damage. Now that's a lot of damage. <clears throat> oh one my. more for Jenny and the Whip. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Boot to the head. Um, we actually, uh, we were having such a good time with, uh... Soldier boy, that we uh, we actually have to do we have to do the weather. Oh boy! So uh, guys, get ready to be depressed, folks. It's thirty degrees right now, and it's nighttime and it's cloudy. Thanks, weather. Um, and it's really cold outside. But guys, on your way in, what did it feel like to you? Nineteen degrees. Nineteen degrees. All right, nineteen degrees. That was my number. 18. 18 degrees. 21. Old enough to drink. It's 21 degrees. Jim, congratulations. You've won the weather again. Predator. Excellently done. Preternatural. It's, it's, you're really good at it. Oh. Yeah. That ought to be outlawed in this studio. What? Where you just guess around my numbers so I can't win. <laughs> Where you prices right it and really Yeah, hard. prices right it. <laughs> You're, you you are the you become the scumbag who's like a thousand and one please. Yeah, but, but you, I didn't do that. I no, he actually just pulled guessed, a number out because it was old you enough. You almost to drink. did it. If you said twenty, I, that's what almost, I was then it would be yeah. prices right. Yeah. But well, you know, you allowed him nineteen and twenty. That's it. Woo. <laughs> With prices right rules. But um, so yeah, there's the weather. Lovely time. Uh, but so at least it, it, if. 
people are going to keep slapping their names onto consoles. And with... Uh, consoles. Right, big air quotes. Also, uh, Epic Games has announced that they're going to be opening up an online shop. Uh, yeah, didn't we discuss this yeah, before? Yeah, different from Steam. Yeah, I think we, so. We did discuss this before. There was I saw some news about... Uh, no. Okay, yes, we did talk about yes. this. Was it right before we left? Because I remember I, w- I read another article over the break that was like at least an update about what was going on. It's a couple episodes before we left, I think. Yeah. So that a couple of other things happening. Uh, but it looks like this trend of people starting to put their hands in the video game industry outside of the usual suspects is going to keep happening. Like we're going to be looking at new marketplaces, new consoles, uh, a lot of new game studios. And as the industry expands, so too do, do the products. And as a result, one of the pitfalls, at least, are we get things like the Soldier Boy game console. Um, Spark a genius I just had. Let's just make our own video game console that emulates Sega and Atari games. Hey, all right. <laughs> Why don't we find a bunch of games that are in the public domain? That their copyrights have run out on and just put them all on a console and sell that. How long does copyright on a video game last? I don't know. Are any in the public yeah. domain yet? I don't actually know. There are no video games in the public. I don't think there are. No. I don't think there it's are. It's got to be like 80 to 100 years or something. It's got to be a, a long, long time. It's got to be, yeah. at least for books, it's yeah. got to be a long time. I don't think we've had, yeah, books are like 100 years. Yeah. I don't think anything. Oh my gosh. I don't think we've had electricity. No, no, no. We've had electricity oh. long enough, but we haven't had like integrated circuitry right. long enough to have video games. I think we're just hit. now getting a few movies maybe, that have fallen out of that. Maybe that that naval radar game, like the, <laughs> the first one the, ever. The, the the one where it's like yeah, that the, you play on a radar. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe that one's public domain. Yeah, you sell you just sell a old submarine radar. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> and that's it. It's just a huge console full of buttons. Your instruction manual actually requires a class. Yeah, yeah. You actually just need to be like certified yeah submarine you need to be like a navy seal radar. or something well no you don't need to be a seal you just need to be a radar yeah, yeah. technician you, you need to be a naval congrats technician. everybody who knows how to play this is a certified radar technician it's coming U- soon u.s army would love that to stores near you the pixel hunt radar the pixel hunt tmcr radar radar yeah or like what they used to call I, I love what they used to call games in the 70s before they had any imagination, apparently. What? Like, it just had to be... Oh, Pong. Like, TV... Yeah, Pong or, like, TV Game 6. And then they'd be like, oh, sh- not, now, now the TV Game 7's out. Oh, boy. <laughs> game number 7. And then sometimes what? sometimes it would be, like, Odyssey and yeah. the Odyssey 2. It's like, all right, it's pretty exciting. Wow, Odyssey. And then they're just like, oh, the, the Atari uh, 2600... That's not a game. Oh well. So it's just like, oh, that's just the name of the company and a and a number. <laughs> yep, just a number. Where did twenty six hundred come from? So yeah, introducing the Pixel, the Pixel Hunt Naval Scope three billion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it obnoxious to that's print right. that label, guys. We're we've entered a new arc. We were in the sellout arc, but now we're in the monetization. We're in the corporate arc. Yeah. We're expanding. Now we're <laughs> publishers. Are we going to be putting microtransactions on this B? That's right. <laughs> I will end you all. Yeah, no. It's like if uh, when, if and when I can get this on uh, YouTube, just put a bunch of mid-roll ads. 
Just a ton of ridiculous amount of mid-roll ads on a on an audio podcast on YouTube. Which is exactly what everyone wants. Exactly. So, at least in that regard, thankfully that will not happen. But if you like what you hear now, by the way, that reminds me, we got a bunch of stuff up on SoundCloud, and that's where this is going. It's the main repository for these podcasts slash radio shows. So if you like what you heard, you can find us online. Pixel Hunt, just look it up on SoundCloud, and you will you should be able to find us. It's the one with the picture on it that has our adorable chibis. Yes. Adorable. Adorable. Um, but yeah. So if you, if you enjoyed that, you can go there. Uh, and if you're listening on that, hey, thanks. Why don't you drop us a like and a subscribe? <laughs> or whatever. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wizard bee. <laughs> All the kids are doing it, you know? Pretty groovy. Subscribe. <laughs> oh, no. What decade are you trying to be from? I don't, I don't know. know. The one before yours. What? Like 20 years before that. Okay, because actually you got pretty close there when you said groovy. Yeah. Because that's 60s and early 70s, and I I was mostly growing up in the 90s. So you're you're in the ballpark. Good job. Only 90s kids will remember this. Yeah, only, only, oh boy, only 2010 kids will remember the Soldier Boy gaming console. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, So icky. Such a terrible console. Um, Quote so yeah, on yeah, so absolutely. icky. Please, so, oh no. <laughs> okay, we do have to take a, a a second and and hear a word, but we will be right back after this. And uh, we are back. Better. There yeah. We are. No, there's. No, there wasn't before. Yeah, it was it's because just... it's because uh, in the so. When we hear it, it's actually it doesn't sound very loud, but in the recording, like the the sound definitely comes yeah. through. More We're talking about the music, by the way. We just heard music playing out of uh, Malcolm's laptop. Yeah, it shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, so it's playing it's it not... out of the laptop and through. Shouldn't the speakers? Shouldn't be doing that. Well, more it's working. Jazz. Yeah, more aggressive jazz. So yes, yeah, you can all hear the music, right? Yeah, I'm facing it. Yes. Okay. I, I can hear it. All right. It's nice and common. Um, so, at least for that, thank you, Mr. Soldier Boy, for your contribution to the jokes of 2018 and making 2018 really a memorable year. Just capping us off with a... Starting it off strong. Yeah, well, no. Well, no, ending it off strong. Ending it off me. real strong. <laughs> Starting us off with an esports team. Uh, mm. So... I, I still don't think he understands how the nope. esports works. No, he which, does not. Because that's team. Not. What kind of what game? It doesn't matter. Where will they compete? He's got what money. League? He doesn't need those answers. That's true. How does he have money? He had one hit. So is Crank everyone, that really that popular? Everyone knows who he is because of it. That's a good point. Probably got a lot of collabs too. I think he did. I wouldn't that's, be surprised. That's about it. So. Uh, prepare for another pandering topic as we discuss uh, Bandersnatch from Black Mirror, oh. which oh. is a game, I can't. in my opinion. I haven't seen it. Well, that's okay. No spoilies. Don't worry. It's, yeah, it's fine. Uh, the point is it's it's sparking a larger 
conversation. Bandersnatch itself is okay. It's a fine narrative experience. It's kind of lukewarm. Isn't, uh, isn't the main actor in that the dude with the really angry eyebrows? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Fion, yeah, Fionn not, Whitehead. Not the, not the main dude, but one of the supporting dudes, yes. Crazy eyebrows. Really angry, slanted eyebrows. I, I feel bad. Like, he's yeah. not a bad actor, but he, I can't When he scowls, name. it looks horrifying. But yes, does he, does the, 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 the main guy. Does he have on. that, like... Thufir Hawat monobrow going on. It's not a monobrow, but it's like it's the his like he's got an arch right up here that pushes straight down. Oh, so he's got like uh what are those things? Uh, uh up carrot eyebrows. Yeah, little up carrot eyebrows that look mad. Yeah. Uh, his vil- villain eyebrows. His name is Will Poulter. Yeah? Oh yeah. him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. He was in Prince Casper, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. There we go. In oh, Maze yeah. Runner. And the Maze Runner. Um, Other so, guy was in Dunkirk. Yeah. The main guy. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's one of the young soldiers. So the Bander, the, so people are talking about this. Bandersnatch basically came out, and everyone was like, whoa, this is so cool. Black Mirror, wow. Um, which sparked a conversation of like, wow, we really, oh, people started liking or talking about interactive media again. And choose your own adventure stuff, which was really popular in the 1980s, or at least in the books format. And now people are like, "Oh, this is a this is a pretty cool uh, game style." And so people have begun once again to show an interest in uh, like interactive fiction. And so this is interesting for some people, but for people in the video game industry who have been, you know. For game developers who have been doing this for a long, for a long time, like Oops. interactive fiction, like, like all of RPG gaming ever, Tell- yes, like Telltale, well, or yeah. like or like Zork, or like uh, what's <laughs> go all the way back to that? What was that arcade game we were playing at Galloping Ghost? It was the it was the dragon one, Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair. Yes. Oh, the blue. The, great the, animation. The massive quick time event. Yeah. That's impossible. It's it impossible so to read. Hard. Yes. It is it, like you, no direction of what you should yeah, do. It's so hard. It's really just memorization and playing it, it for yes. yeah. hours. So, according to the creative director and co founder of Flavorworks, um, pockets in the games industry have known for a while that interactive live action experiences could be the key to expanding the audience for games. And when I shared the first, first prototype of our technology, uh, to Fumito Ueda a few years back, his first response was, this could wake up the whole industry. Bandersnatch was a good place to start by leveraging the Black Mirror IP, according to the creative director who helped to work that in. Uh, people, he also said that, I imagine audiences flocked to Bandersnatch because it felt like something new. And ultimately, that's what's going to be a big initial pull for audiences. As an industry, we've been looking toward concepts like VR and AR as the answer to something new, but all this time, we've still got so much to surprise audiences with using the existing screens in their home or the device in their pocket. I'm a little... I don't agree very much with that because, again, I'm part of the group of people that have been like, what are you talking about? Interactive fiction has just been a thing for a long time. Like, we've been... Like we've been doing it for a while. It's not like a new thing. It's, mm-hmm. right. it's rehashing an old one. It, yeah. Maybe with newer technology, which might be what really got people interested in Bandersnatch. I think it's just because like it's the Black Mirror intellectual property mixed with super mainstream. Like everybody's got Netflix, so everyone has access to Black Mirror, just like you saw with the dumb, stupid Bird Box thing. 
where it's like everyone and their mother saw that movie. I I, I, I didn't watch it. Okay. I just heard it wasn't good. Yeah, I watched it. John Malkovich is good and Sandra Bullock is good. Yeah, again, they're good. Good actors putting a good performance in an otherwise really dumb script. Let's just watch it with the blindfold on. Yeah, that's a great idea. That sounds good. That sounds immersive. (laughs) Bandersnack or the Bird Box movie experience. Blindfold yourself. It actually just it just says that beforehand. It's like, hey, if you have a blindfold and or sheet available, but, like, but the visuals are pretty good. It's the dialogue that's trash. I believe so you that. just listen to dumb things said by dumb characters. Oh yeah, so you, you don't pixel even get. Hunt. <laughs> Welcome to Pixel oh, Hunt, where we have dumb things said by dumb people. Dumb. I mean, wait, what? Oh no! But they love us. We've I been... actually think our wow. faces being seen would detract from the experience. I'm, yeah, I'm personally, glad, so I'm, glad, I'm happy. I'm Speak glad for yourself. I'm glad no one can see us talking into yeah. these microphones. Yeah, yeah. My, my face is far better than my voice. Well, which is saying something. Ooh. Well, a little bit. Of, no modesty here on Pixel. Huh? Yeah. Now, now that the self-loathing has entered the conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think what he's saying, though, the reason he's saying it's transformative is because he, he's talking about cinema specifically. Yes. Where it's you go into it expecting a passive experience, and it's it's supposed to be. Whereas you're playing a game, the first thing you expect is interactivity. So just combining those two mediums is is how it's transformative i do still disagree though because yeah this has been done before it has and uh it died immediately where which one are you referring to so it was done in theaters oh of course. Uh, several yes, times the, so there was smell-o-vision yep smell a while ago there was like was you a, could like, vote a long time ago. on like what you wanted to happen. yeah so the voting one specifically it was it was i think one film one film where that happened and it was like it was mostly a comedy kind of a slapstick comedy kind of thing uh-huh. i don't remember any specifics but i remember roger ebert, or ebert reviewing it a famous chicago sun times reviewer uh, and he said, this is going to die. Nobody wanted to do it. It's not working. And it did. Yeah. It was only one film. So, like, and this is the other thing, which is, like, um, they've also talked about FMV video games, where it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's exactly like that, where it's, like, it's a, it's a full motion video where, you know, the, the, um, where you have a game going, like gameplay elements going on, but it looks like a fully rendered cutscene happening all the time. Right. Yeah. It's just like Night Trap. Oh, the best Night game ever Trap. created. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, there was also games that came out that were like stupidly awful, like The Quiet Man. Did you see The Quiet Man happen? No. Oh my god. Didn't hear him either. It's no. <laughs> exactly. Imagine a game. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks. Didn't Um. Imagine a game in which you, like the audio, you play a character who is deaf and they handle it in the worst possible way in which they deafen all the audio of the game, even when your character is seen speaking to other characters, you don't hear that. That's right. But Yep. Uh, There's no <laughs> subtitles. It's just people standing around when they have cutscenes, mouthing words to each other that you cannot hear at all, and ever. Subtitles. 
No subtitles either. What I think my big hypothesis is that somebody messed up the audio files after they recorded those cutscenes. And they were like, oh no, what are we going to do? I know, let's just deafen everything and say it's a gameplay feature. I don't know, though. I feel like they did just double down to a degree. Yeah. Because they would have put subtitles if they messed up the they audio files. But no. They they were like, They just nope. expect you to learn how to lip read. Yeah, lip read. And, like, it makes it makes Easy. the the story comically hard to, to figure out. And they keep showing images of, like, what looked to be his mom keeps showing up. And, like, he's trying to save a girl because she looks like his mom. Like, it's attempting to parse meaning from this FMV. Oh, and by the way, it transitions from just, like, full, like just... Uh, characters, actual people on the screen to video game world where you have the ugliest model of the quiet man you've ever seen. I will show you some of these videos afterwards. And if you're listening and you've never seen any of the quiet man stuff, please look up some gameplay of it. It's really funny. Are there at least item descriptions? I there's nothing in the game. What? There's nothing. <laughs> Harder so than Dark Souls. One of the one of the funniest things was actually watching Twitch streamers have to stream this thing and do commentary because there's no sound. It's just them talking. It's just really awkward. So one streamer I was watching just started like ad libbing the dialogue or improving the dialogue of what they were saying. <laughs> yeah, no, that's and it good. was it was hilarious. It's a serious it test really... of like your metal as an entertainer. Just being like, all right, here's yeah. a media property with nothing happening. Go like, make it. Put do on it. some aggressively smooth jazz. That's right. And just wing it. Let's go talk about it. But like, just like the goofiness and the, the absurdity of it. But again, like it's, it's, it gives full motion video a bad name because it, 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 it's a failure. It's terrible. It's such an awful way to try to communicate what could be a fantastic, like, medium for film. Could be. But, unfortunately, we've never seen it used properly. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the 90s FMVs were huge failures, yes. too. Oh looking back God. on them. You Ugh. ever heard of Harvester? No. <gasps> Wait. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed okay. me that one. Yeah. That, that's another one where if, if you haven't seen any footage of Harvester, go ahead and look that up. It's absurd. I, I guarantee there are videos on YouTube of that game's best parts with a bunch of views. It's real good. It's... Yeah. Now it's... you have my interest. Don't, yeah. don't, don't mess with Timmy the Paperboy. Yeah, Timmy the Paperboy, he'll check it he out. He'll take out a gun and shoot you. Well, he'll, yep. he'll just shoot you right there. That's correct. That is, yep. The Paperboy's strapped? Yes. The, that whole game is insane. That game is absolutely <laughs> is psycho. Nuts doesn't make any sense and it again i wish that we could have something that was better but unfortunately things like bandersnatch are good in the short term but in the long term it actually presents a heck of a problem because we now have to translate over from that experience like we can't just i'm glad bandersnatch was a hit but it's really hard to pull off something like that and to make it mainstream and to actually have it be successful. And for people that have already, that have been doing this, like 
it's it's ridiculous so like it's one of the issues too is because it's so hard to define as a genre and as a series like what do you call like what would you call bandersnatch a choose your own adventure right okay novel. like a choo- like choose your own adventure like video film film yeah yeah so it, it, it isn't a transformative concept right. really it's just a concept that's been translated into this medium yes that has still been done before right just contemporary yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it is I, I won't deny that it's it's a technical feat it's hard to do you have to film every scene twice and in different ways um and i don't know i, I haven't watched it yet but i assume that the transitions are seamless like it pauses and gives you those two options no it doesn't pause it actually keeps going but it gives you a time limit okay and if you don't pick anything it picks for you all right and that yeah so it doesn't it doesn't pause it's seamless then yeah yeah so so technically that's a feat that's impressive it's pretty good i'd argue that's better so if someone doesn't even want to participate in the whole choose your own adventure thing it'll just play automatically anyways yeah yeah so it, it chooses for you it's i believe it's random that's interesting. I've never seen someone do that. Hmm. God, can you imagine playing Mass Effect and just letting it run through every cutscene and it just randomized every choice for you? Every you dialogue option. The most oh! confused <laughs> Commander Shepard that ever walked the face of the galaxy. Your ending I... will end up like Malcolm's. I want to see that. Stop. <laughs> the most oh, lukewarm shit. ending. Like, uh, uh. Yours was just unprecedented amounts of depressing i've seen thanks yeah <laughs> yeah it was it doesn't matter it doesn't it really doesn't yeah. even if you get the best ending it would have been three seconds longer than what you got and better than andromeda wow yeah the ending Whoa. alone is better than the entirety of andromeda I mean, i've heard like, the combat's fun yeah i have andromeda if you want to play it the combat in andromeda is amazing yeah the story it like story the voice acting characters the animation <laughs> your enthusiasm is infectious i actually saw i actually saw by the way for those of you joining us at the top of the hour you're listening to krui iowa city iowa city's former sound alternative just saying um have to do that at the top of the hour uh and so i actually read an article about um what is it? The uh, a, an animator described like why the animations in that game were so subpar in Andromeda. In Andromeda, and apparently it was because of like they had there were just so many that they had done that like they for the most part there are and there are bespoke animation. There's like bespoke animations which are like you go in and you finally craft every single thing that a character does, and that's usually reserved for like main story like cutscenes everyone's gonna see then you have more less like a a, you have a system in which you can tell the computer to like make like get go from point a to point b and kind of make something but you still have to give a few keyframes and that's for a lot of like story missions side content stuff like that but for certain npc interactions that are really far down the list um they just they they have a system where it's like the computer can potentially like generate uh you know interactions between characters but like that's only usually reserved for things that no one will ever see because you have to focus first on on the larger part mm-hmm. and and work your way through it it he says that it suggests a huge lack of time that they it seems like they had to really rush through 
because it, if that's the case, then a lot of the animations in them, where, what should have still had pretty decent animations in the mid-tier was really janky and messed up, which means that, like, that's why it was so it was so bad. They, did, they had just barely finished doing all of the main cutscenes before they even got to some of the actual side stuff they didn't finish the main cutscenes though some of them are just hilarious i played through the whole game my favorite is is when she's smiling and laughing as she's about to be sucked out of an air uh sucked out of an airlock oh yeah or just the one where really inappropriate where there's like someone really important to you dying and then it's just blankest expression i've ever seen yeah so absolutely funny. no emotion <laughs> yeah yeah it's like someone cast keanu reeves yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah we're we're, we're the a gold mine. Yes, he yeah. he's also a wonderful person. He's yeah, so he's, confused. I could never say anything bad about that. Man. He's that, yes. yeah. Uh, but I yeah, I love I love where the the mother the mother is dying and she's like, "You will you will both do great things. I see so much potential in you." And her face is completely dead. And then it pans over to uh the, both both writers yeah. and like. Especially the the male rider's face is just is it Jack? It's, it's Jack, Jack Ryder, right? Ryder, yeah. yeah, yeah, completely dead. Yeah, Com- like just just so dead. And he's like, "I love you, mom." <laughs> and his Ooh. face is just, his face is just flat. <laughs> it's it's so it, you can tell it was not animated. So at much all. quality. Yeah. And then the infamous S- stare animation. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the walking animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually. There's a video, and I'm sure we've we've discussed it on this podcast or radio show. But if you can go and look up Kroby Cat's video, it's like it's five years plus fifty million dollars equals Mass equals Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> and it's just it's a beautiful cavalcade of like everything going wrong, all of it. It's really good. It's fantastic. I recommend it. Falling through staircases. And... <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, it's it's a whole goldmine. It's like twenty minutes long. It's, it's crazy. so great. It's like the fact that it's twenty minutes long yeah. too. Just oh, that's yeah. rubs that's it in a lot. But yeah, I think the fact that they did have five years, it shows that well before they reached that point in which they were rushed, they clearly had a very troubled development past. Yeah, I, I assume oh. they scrapped a lot. Throughout that process, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's precisely what happened. They built, they probably built a lot of the animation, and then they were like, "Hey, by the way, you're gonna need to, you know, get rid of all that animation." Yeah, just you know, EA. something happened. They had to get rid of a lot. Yeah, at some point, EA, EA, EA just showed up. Yeah, and was like, tear it <laughs> no. down. We want to redo all this. It's too good. Tear it down. By the way, guys. By the way. By the way. By the way. Are you excited? Because hold on, let me find it. Because it's coming out real soon. Oh, Anthem's coming out February 22nd on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I don't even know what that means anymore. Anthem? Yeah. Anthem, yep. Yeah, that that one game. That game, yeah. That yeah. game that exists, and that's yeah. all that anybody knows that, about that it anymore. definitely real, totally finished game that's just being having the finishing touches put on. But will it be on the Soldier Boy console? <laughs> <laughs> oh, pending. That's after he makes his esports coming, team. It's coming. going to be for Anthem. Yes, <laughs> coming to a Soldier Boy console near you, and, and it's a single player game. <laughs> Maybe I don't oh. know. It was multiplayer. Maybe they scrapped that. Oh my gosh! Imagine, imagine like congratulations, guys. We've officially sold out super hard, 
and we're now sponsored by. The, but this is a Boy joke. Johnson. We are not sponsored by Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're sponsored by the Soldier Boy game console. <laughs> are you? Well, you boys have a nice evening. Yep. I'm walking home. It's. Uh, are you kids ready to crank that? Oh. <laughs> No, no, I'm not. No, no one's ready to crank that. After that, we should just sign off right yeah. here. Superman that. Oh. You know what? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so dumb. Such a dumb rapper. All right. Well, at least in that regard, I, I also believe that, like, so if we're hitting these deadlines, a lot of people say that Bandersnatch or that if we want this type of interactive fiction to be really popular, uh, one of the one of the ways to go about doing it is to is you know publishing it through a service like Netflix that people already have a ton of access to. So like by default, it's kind of just there. It's almost like Netflix is like a, a like you just inject something into the zeitgeist, whether you whether it be- deserves it or not, you just kind of just pop it in there. But there's another option where you create something or an experience that is becomes like a cultural phenomenon or like that you release something in theaters like that. But I don't think, I really don't think that'll ever happen. Like, like you said, like it, they tried it like once and it bombed yeah. super well, thing, hard. You don't want a choose your own adventure where the choice doesn't belong solely to you. Right. The, the appeal of choose your own ad- audience. Yeah. The, the appeal of choose your own adventure is the, um, the agency that that it gives the person who's participating but if you if you say it's a choose your own adventure and then steal back uh let's say there's 100 seats in a theater 99% of that person's agency suddenly you don't it becomes just groupthink yeah, and yeah. You, don't, you no longer have a yeah so like i don't i i can see where that failed and that's the the one big divide between film and video games which is like video games are usually a pretty solitary or at least a very personal experience the one the one experience i have with group think choose your own adventure uh is actually from star wars the old republic where um all of the dungeons and all of even the multiplayer content in that game is fully voiced and well animated at least moderately well animated oh my goodness Um, it's so much it's and so you go into a multiplayer dungeon and you've got a party of four people and you walk up to an NPC who engages you in a dialogue and every time your party is offered a dialogue choice, each player rolls on a like one to 200 randomizer and whoever rolls highest, their choice is the one that applies for that specific conversation choice. Yeah, kind of cool so you can wind up with some really weirdly polarized parties like a lot of whiplash uh yeah you can wind up with some extreme moral whiplash from one end of the dungeon to the other because you've got yeah. players like me who are just always the light side choice you've got players like, like some friends that i used to play with that are just always the dark side choice you've got people who like to be snarkier in the middle or they pick go the either, sarcastic option in the dialogue who will like vary depending on what the choice actually is um, and so you wind up with, like, no one person controls all of the important decisions right. in a party, which means the party itself appears to be a um, party made up, made up primarily of chaotic, neutral, adventurer 
wingdings. Yeah, it's just a it's a big like slapdash, and so like as a result, like I think it actually makes it look really sloppy. So like it's really like I don't see how you, so like the other option is create a highly personalized experience like with Bandersnatch, and even that's not highly personalized because there's like five endings, and so like it also like the 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 show also kind of says this, but like. It takes like it takes away a lot of agency and kind of moves you around a lot. Like a lot's happening behind the scenes, but it, it kind of the game like the show makes it look like a ton is going on, but like there's only five endings. Yeah, there's which, only so much that can change. Yeah, so like the, the by their nature, these experiences are like a type of sleight of hand. People have to be kind of tricked into working around all of the different options. I don't know. I don't think that this is a viable type of media. I don't think it is. I think that the choose-your-own-adventure genre is fun sometimes in, like, book form or in video game form. But I don't think it's got a big place as a narratively driven show-based thing. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, Especially because... Especially especially if it's going to go on Netflix and, like, try to be a series. Right. Because we've already seen... Like, with Bioware's games, what happens when you try to give players choice and agency and let them control what happens to the world? Okay, that's great for one game. Like, the Dragon Age Origins was cool. You had a whole lot of choice, and, I mean, you had some interesting choices, but, you know, you always ended up in basically the same spot. Usually, unless you did something, like, really Unless you did something heinously wrong, in which case then you usually got a non-standard game over and had to reload. But, um... You, you know, you if you finished the game, you wound up in one of like five or six spots. Um, but then, you know, when they got to Dragon Age Two, they had to just like, okay, we're gonna take you to a new city now and just kind of start over because they couldn't face at first that like, uh, well, what do we do when you know all six of these different endings right are right here? Like, how do we? How do we Let make players a sequel? decide yeah. which one was well, the real one? And they got to it for Inquisition. Like they they installed this system at the beginning of the game that's like, okay, import your save state from the from Origins or whatever. You could do that for two too, if I remember correctly. You could, but it had far less effect on anything oh, yeah. in two. Mm-hmm. Like because you were in, in a very different places. Yeah. Occasionally, other characters would show up. Like Alistair, I think, shows up yeah. at one point, and he can either be a beggar or a king, depending on what you did with him mm-hmm. in the last game. But to actually have the entire world shift around the player. Um, would be a much more impressive feat rather it's, than like it, one person yeah. having their clothing altered in one cutscene. It would take it would take a lot. And like I and there's some instances in which I really like this and like some of the ways that like they've attempted to use like legacy storytelling. Like I I like the way Mass Effect does it and I like the idea that it reads your save file data and then uses that to kind of create something new out of it. I I think the next step from that would be like if you made the the permutations like a little more wide and you introduced elements of like this was sound this is gonna sound crazy but elements of like random chance where it's like this variable interacts with this variable but there's also the potential for another variable to also maybe interact or like systems in the game that maybe aren't explicitly supposed to interact with each other still can like you build a bunch of rules 
and then you have someone go through the game and then you have the next game and then the system processes everything and maybe you know maybe that causes something new to happen or some new outcome the trick is like that that would probably also be like that sounds like a nightmare to make that sounds like you would need an intelligent game. Exactly. You, I, you would need. I want an AI game. <laughs> you would need an AI like built like, like into a DM the game's programming. Like, yeah, effectively just being a DM. Oh, that's um, kind of like a built-in DM. Ooh, that would be interesting for a game. <laughs> yeah. Now all we need is to develop an actual AI that, yeah. and teach it how to DM well. <laughs> <laughs> and then can, we can misuse and then we, we misuse get, it like every human being in us can we get nick colson back here to teach an ai how to dm <laughs> just put his brain in the put that, it in there that's a little further than i wanted to go but then again it's you talking yes so i shouldn't be surprised brain in jar it, like that one robot from fallout i don't remember what it was but it was the one with the, the treads on it oh and the robo brain those are scientists yeah, yeah pre-war scientists yeah. Got the brains put in a little robo-brain. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like your fantasy. It's not a fantasy. Uh-huh. It's a reality. It's a reality. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I love robots. <laughs> love them. Carnally. On a regular <laughs> basis. Yeah. Ah, oh, they're so weird. They're just so sexy. <laughs> you're like just talking with someone and they're just like yeah i don't understand if robots what's going on there they're just so hot mm. welcome to pixel hunt where we have our resident mechanophile yeah welcome back everyone we're talking about we talk about video games we do actually we promise we promise we get sidetracked a little that's all right um, but yeah, we, I, I don't think it's a, I, in that case, I think it would take some kind of intelligent or like, a, you wouldn't necessarily need like an AI maybe, but maybe like a really complex VI, like a real, a lot of, a system that could put a bunch of rules together and operate it. I think that'd be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. It would be it's a merry hell program. Yeah. That'd be uh that's, that's like 20, 30 years in the future. Can't wait for we'll that. Be, we'll be really old men. I'm oh, um, but I'm jacking right into the, that matrix. Oh man, when we're like old and in retirement homes, oh yeah, we're gonna have all the cool tech to play with. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'll just be like, I'm sorry, you're making the assumption that we're going to be able to retire at any point in our lives. <laughs> we don't, and retire. that's just adorable. Yeah, when, we're just when I'm when I'm too working. old to even go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be working. Yeah, when I'm put on the the Amazon uh, driver line. As oh, a seventy-year-old no. man, I'll be like, "Son, get bring me a VI or something." I'll be like, "Grandpa, that, those haven't been around for decades." <laughs> I want to play a virtual game. Bring me a Soldier Boy game console. And they're like, "What is that?" <laughs> you wouldn't understand. It's a 2010 thing. Like, Grandpa, you you don't understand. <laughs> All the other humans are dead. The AI have taken over. Now it's just Geth. Soldier boy, <laughs> but soldier boy. <laughs> Remember, I know, soldier I know boy. he's still alive <laughs> in our hearts. <laughs> this went to a weird place. Oh, yeah. It always goes to a weird place. <laughs> yep, that's that's where you'll be at, at the end of the world. At the end of the world, the Amazon cranking that. The Amazon factory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cranking those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> To the recipients that'll never get them. Yep. That's right. The machines have just put us to work making boxes. 
boxes we to have nowhere. to keep those well, humans no, busy somehow. because the the machines aren't actually the ones in charge of the earth the machines <laughs> are working for the cats that's right there and we therefore go. there must be boxes that's right you may... that's a good point just boxes for cats the box kingdom oh my it's more horrifying than i could have ever imagined but yes that is my hope for the future and this is big speculation but i think it'd be interesting to see more systems uh in games interact kind of like if breath of the wild like how it had a bunch of interactive systems that combined to make a lot of cool stuff happen like you know flint would spark if you hit it with a metal weapon so like if you bring it to an enemy structure and like hit it with an arrow or something it can spark a flame that'll set a structure on fire because structures can catch on fire like that's what i mean like a, a set of rules that the game world operates on so not for a story necessarily more for I, well, like, like emergent well, gameplay no, for a story so like see for a story i can't see it okay why is that because as a writer so before we have this whole like ai thing that can create stories on its yeah, own gotta... as a writer even in games where you have multiple endings and multiple choices you know that there's always one ideal canon ending it's I, just yeah. how the we work. Ending. It's how we work as consumers of fiction. We always want an ideal story that will remain in our heads. And we it's how the, writers work right. too, because they want an arc. They want a consistent arc for their characters, for the overarching plot. They're not going to want a bunch of these other endings to get mixed in there because they'll probably think that at least one of those is a lot better than the rest, which they'd probably consider subpar. That's which fair. Which is usually the case. So, so in that case, like, yeah, we really can only achieve this once we hit AI. Yeah. All right, like, cool. Like, like an AI that can just create, you know... A story for us. Yes, like good, valid stories that... And I mean, you can't really uh, have, like, equivalence between stories. It's all based on opinion. It's True. subjective. Right. So an AI wouldn't be able to say, like, these stories are all equal. Right. But, I guess you'd, you know. you'd have to take, like, a personality test beforehand so the AI would calibrate to your personality <laughs> yeah, yeah, of maybe. story. That would yeah. be cool. The AI runs you through a bunch of just decision-making questions yeah, to like, determine now your it's alignment. it's just Ender's Game. <laughs> it's just the game from Ender's Game. We would just end up... Kill the buggers. Kill the... Whoa. Hey, That's what they were called. Yeah, I know. It would just I didn't say anything. It's called buggers. That's a slur, Mike. We don't use Technically, that. Technically, the word was formix. Yeah, I know, but they called them buggers. Oh, Mike. Mike, come on. What about our formix audience? I don't remember. I read it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I read it a long time ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buggers out there. Formix. Formix. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I just corrected it. Oh, my dude. goodness. <laughs> Mike, I didn't know. Security, get this man out of here. <laughs> it's like, Pixel Hunt mired in controversy, racist show. Harrison host. Harrison Ford would approve Say of what I'm word. saying, <laughs> but but uh, whoever whoever played Asa Butterfield, no 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 no, I know Asa Butterfield played Ender. Who played Harrison Ford was Colonel Graff. Who was um Mazer Rackham? Who yeah? Who was Mazer Rackham? Trevor. I'm an actor. Ben Kingsley. As ben Kingsley. Yeah. yeah, that's the only way. Ben, I... ben Kingsley maybe wouldn't want me to call them that. But, yeah. But Colonel Graff's like, yeah, they're definitely that B word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So yes, you would have to. So like it, an alignment, kind of. 
It just runs. Well, no, I was just I yeah. was just making a stupid joke about, you know, that it's basically playing D with D and D with you. So it just runs you through a battery of questions to determine what your alignment is as a player, and then just coughs up a campaign that's like, you want to be that alignment? Here you go. Have fun. I'll be honest, like I would actually that would be the coolest thing ever. If you could like provide like it's it's it it fills the fantasy of like a perfect a game crafted specifically for you. Like, so oh there was uh at the beginning of my junior year here on campus, uh my friend Gabe and I had just gotten booted out of somebody else's campaign and he was like, Hey, I wanna run this thing but I don't have any other players. I'm like, I don't know anyone. I can't help you. He's like, well, I'll just run it for you. So it was literally a campaign about there's a spot in the plane of this world where the planar walls are weak and there's a connection directly to the infinite abyss. And there's these just hordes of demons constantly pouring through. And there are, you know, a, a ring of paladin run yeah. fortresses all around it. And bad things are happening to the fortresses, and your character is just needs to stop it. Right. So it was me as the only player in this campaign, playing a gestalted cleric wizard, uh, running my way through a bunch of angry demons. That's awesome. And it was it was basically exactly that. It was oh, you want to be the super neutral good champion of the light? Yeah. With who also happens to have arcane spells and cleric spells and <laughs> cleric armor proficiencies and, and half bab. And yeah, go for it. Why not? That's actually, yeah. So I guess that's the ideal. Everyone wants a personal DM. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be lovely. That would actually, for a video game, that'd be the coolest thing ever. And you don't buy video games anymore. You actually just buy a personal DM that, that creates games at like, oh man, now I, we're getting into like some real future nonsense where it's like no one buys a game you just buy more and more advanced ai systems that have access to better voice lines or can make better voices can like do more make more have access to oh. um the the rights of yeah. certain older storytelling libraries so i could buy an ai that has access to all of blizzard's libraries right. or that like, can like just kind of dump me into the Warcraft universe. So I could just buy an AI that's like Star Wars, and I'd just be like, make a Star Wars story for me. <laughs> oh, that's... That's when it gets really dystopian Oh, I can't wait. That's super dystopian. Why is that super dystopian? Not only does the AI own intellectual property. Well, no, no, no. no the company own them. Own... It just has, it has access, access to them. them. So you buy an AI mm. with oh, access. Oh, so it's like aware of them? No, no. The AI is... It's a. It's not like a... It's not a smart artificial intelligence. It's like a VI. So it's but like... But still, it still needs to know you. Yeah, it's true. It's it have to be smart yeah and by it writing campaigns for you it's essentially making art which is an ai making art so at that point that leads to a whole nother dystopian conversation to be had all right well you know what i think we yeah so and then we just we treat them like okay so maybe we don't buy the ai maybe we contract out their services we don't buy them that because that's a little but right that's a little wrong no exchange of ais i no AI trafficking. Yeah. How so many, how much percentage of a human would they be worth? <laughs> no, we can't do this. Not here. No, 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 no. no. Guys, let's, let's leave the blood quantum discussion out of this, as, please. As three minutes are left on the show, <laughs> let's discuss. <laughs> let's three, discuss literally anything else. Three, yeah, all right.
Uh, that well, would... like then, where exactly where would I go to major to be someone's personal DM? Because I'm just gonna drop my major then, if that's the case. Obvious, yeah. Wait, no, that's a job. You you can't have a job of that. But like, where do I major in that? No, so that no. I could go be better than everyone else. We call that creative writing. Yeah. You go to creative oh. writing. You oh, watch a ton of like movies and read a ton of books and DM on the regular and take acting classes and like participate in choir and like act and do a bunch of stuff and learn how to do different voices and how to write really well and make good characters and good stories and you constantly write and you never stop working man that sounds yeah. like so much work and that's you how you be a are, good dm you guys are just stuck really with me <laughs> become really depressed when you still can't write anything yeah after all that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As we laugh with tears streaming across yeah. our face. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that would be weird. Oh, man. An AI, like, storyteller, how, it wouldn't, it'd be like, you'd have to ask them, like, hey, can we, can I get a story? But it's like, the AI would be like, why? Yeah, the AI's <laughs> like, no, I don't want to write it. No, I don't want to make a story. And it's just like, oh, you're just like another human, man. What, yeah, what if we just wrote the AI <laughs> so that their prime directive is to tell stories? Then you're still effectively committing an act of enslavement. Oh, no. Does this unit have a soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Deactivate what? it. What is this unit's purpose? Pass unplug it. Unplug it. <laughs> unplug you it. You pass the salt. <laughs> pass the salt. That's it. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's okay. That's a little morally gray. Maybe we can't do it in good faith. I'm sure we'll figure out. Some future people will figure it out. Did Did any of you guys hear anything about that that was gray? Because I was I was just getting mostly morally black. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you know, oh. AI. Well, we can, if the AI wants to, they can tell us a story. It's the well, same with people. Why don't we just get people at that point? Well, then, because like, because then it's not a video game. Because like a person, then you're need, just playing D and D. Yeah. Because you're just playing D and And it's also and not as efficient. And a person probably. needs to sleep and eat. Yeah. <laughs> so you're enslaving it to make it. No, 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 no. There's no enslavement. <laughs> I swear, there's no enslavement. It's this philosophical debate of whether or not AI can be enslaved. Uh, Which I think is yes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you <laughs> like what you heard, you can find us on SoundCloud. <laughs> you Talk like about what, a hard cut. <laughs> oh, if you like what you heard here, you can find us on SoundCloud. We got all kinds of stuff there. You want to find us on Facebook, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash Pixelot Radio Show. If our AI overlords are listening to this as a recorded message, in the future, we are very sorry. Please don't kill us. We don't mean any harm by and it. And our insectoids. Yeah, was, yeah. apologies to those. Yeah. Oh, man. And to our insectoid. Oh. This is this is going to be just like oh, no. just like the old tweets. It's a, they, <laughs> yeah, bring the back a, those the, tweets the, from 3,000 years yeah, ago the and AI, use them against me. The AI <laughs> finds a podcast that you did back in 2019, and they're like, Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, the, the B word? Whoa. Several what? times? I'm doomed. <laughs> Hard R, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm doomed. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. We'll be doing Pixel Hunt, a show about video games and video game news and controversies and critiques uh, every Thursday evening from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. All the episodes will be going up on SoundCloud, and I'll be working at least this semester to get it put onto YouTube, but that's a whole nother thing. Thank you once again. 
uh yeah drop us a like subscribe do whatever you need to comment um yeah this is at least the final canonical or the final arc of like the main show we don't know what will happen after that but oh no this arc's gonna have arcs within its arcs that's right every every episode's an arc oh yes but thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining us um we'll see you guys next week out of blast